0: What a terrible shot! Oh well, it's my programming.
1: Alright, okay, hello, welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. Um, my name's Roger Heathers, and joining me via Satellite Link-Up is my co-host, Declan Kitchener. How are you?
0: Um, fine, this isn't Satellite Link-Up, this is literally a telephone call.
1: <laughs> well... Um, that doesn't sound quite as um, glitzy, does it?
0: Yeah. Joining me today is no one!
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so basically, uh, coronavirus you, is... You,
0: yes? you might have heard <laughs> something about some slight disease in the news, nothing to panic about. So,
1: <laughs> because of all of that, essentially, we won't go into the whole thing, because I'm sure everybody's heard it, up to the eyeballs, and... This show isn't really about that, but we are recording in separate locations because of the coronavirus situation to keep ourselves self-isolated. Um, but we've still got a show for you, and we're a couple of days late because of the whole working out the um, logistics of all of this. But...
0: Also because I decided that now was the best time to visit my parents and my gran.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> pick your moments. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I've had this holiday booked since... Um since uh september last year so i thought "Mess, as well use it up
1: right in the heart of the beginning of all this <laughs>
0: oh yeah we um we were we were innocent and naive
1: true true but like i say we have got a show and um we have two new songs um we're still doing the challenges as well nothing has changed really in the format of the show this is um the seventh episode in the series of challenges we're doing at the moment so um what was the challenge last week remind me
0: Um, it's been so long, I can't remember.
1: Yeah, so we're recording a little bit later as well. Oh, it was a
0: chatbot. It was a chatbot challenge. Of
1: course, of course. So we had a chat with an AI chatbot last week and um, wrote a song based on that conversation or inspired by that conversation. This week, what have we had to do this week, Declan?
0: Uh, We have had to write a song based on The Simpsons or a particular Simpsons episode and uh, present it to each other. And I think you've got to try and guess... um, which episode we've based it on.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. Um, So we've each chosen our own Simpsons episode and each written a song about them. Um, Now, just a quick note about the song's performance this week. Um, Because we are separated, we would normally just sit in front of each other and play each other the songs in real life. But because we are separated, we've done uh, pre-recorded performances. So um, you'll be hearing those instead of our regular performances this week.
0: This is getting closer and closer to stay indoors every single second. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah. So um so as weird as this is to say, I think it's my turn to go first this week.
0: Cool. Let's listen to your song now that we're totally not editing in later. <laughs>
2: If you ever want to stand, if you ever need a reason, if you ever want to run away, then I will run with you. If we ever make the time, if we ever find the season, there's a story that I know you'll like, and I will save for you. It's a memory at best, and the rest. Is out of my control Put to the test But life gave me somebody new What is she going to do with me? Am I younger than I realize? If I follow you around If I call you in the evening Oh, I've never been in love before But I could learn with you Do you see me as I am? Do you hear me very clearly? Maybe this could be a mess That I would like to make with you It's a memory at best And the rest is out of my control. Put to the test. But life gave me somebody new. What is she going to do with me? Am I younger than I realize? You're playing on my mind Is it just imagination? Well, it wasn't very hard to find But I will look for you When you try to give me signs I'm aware that you've been lonely Maybe this could be a risk That I would like to take with you It's a memory at best is out of my control. Put to the test. But life gave me somebody new. What is she going to do with me? Am I younger than
1: I realize? So this song is called Younger Than I Realize. And, um, uh, Do you want to take a guess at what episode it was inspired by? Which Simpsons episode?
0: I can't guess which episode, but I've got a bit of a theory. All right. Um, That it's about Homer Simpson in some capacity, or a Homer-centric episode, but I think it's about the commentary tracks. Because they always always say on the uh, commentaries for The Simpsons that they always think of Homer as older than he is. He's about 35. And they always think of him as the father because they think of their fathers and they think he's a bit older. I I respect
1: your reasoning, but I'm afraid you're wrong.
0: Oh Damn it. Uh, Did I at least get the right character? Is that a homocentric episode?
1: Nope. I'm afraid not. Lisa? Nope.
0: Oh, this is going to be a process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want it to be. <laughs> um, what if... Uh, which Simpsons episode is it? What is it about?
1: Okay, so um, it's based on the Simpsons episode, Bart's Girlfriend, from season 6, which is episode 7. Oh! Episode 7,
0: season that 6. Makes, that makes so much more sense now. Because obviously the whole stuff with Jimbo, yeah. Uh, Jimbo's not in this one. Not... It, it is, isn't it? It's um, a new neighbour next door.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, Bart's girlfriend is the one where Bart um, gets to know Reverend Lovejoy's daughter.
0: Oh, right. Sorry. Yes, he's had so many girlfriends over the years, literally two. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was thinking of a completely different episode. I like that episode, uh,
1: though, the one you're referring to.
0: Yeah. Okay, right. That make- I used to have a crush
1: on that uh, neighbor girl from the other episode you are speaking about.
0: Uh, Powers yes yeah 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 um well that's an interesting digressional topic there um okay so i think we're gonna have to start the do- lyrics first on this one sort of how does how did um uh bart's girlfriend influence the lyrics to that one
1: okay so before i even get into that i want to say about how every week we have these challenges i kind of like make it difficult for myself to talk about how the particular challenge influenced my set of lyrics. So this week I made it a little bit more, like, easy for myself in that I watched the episode and enjoyed it,
0: and... I'd hope you would. It's The Simpsons.
1: Essentially, Bart's character, you know, um, kind of is infatuated with this bad girl, which is uh, Reverend Lovejoy's daughter, and... I just thought to myself, you know, watching the whole episode, for those who have seen it, it'll be a lot more easy to picture. But but anyway, so I I thought, what if Bart had all these experiences, but um, he had the ability to write songs. He had my ability to write songs and he could go home and with a sort of like more sophisticated brain than the child's brain he has, could just sit down and write a song,
0: you know. You mean what if Bart Simpson wasn't a 10 year old boy?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, yeah. And in what if, what song would he write? That was the question. So after all having these experiences in this episode, what song would Bart write? And I thought this would be the song that Bart would write, um, particularly if it was an, an adult relationship and it had that um, that uh, dimension to it. So so that was the the general um, mission I set myself, for lack of a better word. Um, so I. I was thinking about how Bart and Jessica is her name, Jessica Lovejoy, how their relationship kind of play out, and she's kind of this bad girl, but usually Bart is the bad boy in The Simpsons, right? Um, but he finds this girl who is really bad, and uh, I think there's a line in the episode, which I'm sure I'll misquote, but he goes, um, she's trying to encourage him to do something really, really awful and naughty, and he goes... He goes <laughs> <laughs> He goes. Um, he goes. Look, Jessica. I'm used to being the bad boy, but you want me to be downright evil. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he he's got this thing where like he's like trying to you know impress her by first he tries to impress her by being good and like kind of like wearing a tie and going to Sunday school, and she's like because
0: she's the reverend's daughter.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So he thinks, oh, she's a good girl, and you know he likes her, and um, but it turns out she's she's more bad than he is. And so um, let me have a look here, I'll kind of read through the lyrics. Um, as always, this kind of like seeps into my own um, my own thinking about my own relationships and that sort of thing. So I'm um, saying...
0: You'll find your Jessica Lovejoy one day.
1: <laughs> um, yes, quite. Um, <laughs> let's just gloss over the fact that she's 10 years old. <laughs> um, so I start my verses with if um most of the time just generally speaking but which i've covered before i think it's a cool way to set yourself up for good lyric writing or it's it's a tool you know in your toolbox so i go if you ever want to stand if you ever need a reason if you ever want to run away then i will run with you so kind of like the um uh that archetypical um or archetypal image of two lovers running away together that kind of the stanza points to that if we ever make the time, if we ever find the season, there's a story that I know you'll like and I will save for you. Now, that's my own experience. That's the second stanza of the first verse. Um, there's uh, somebody who I've been trying to, like, make time for and, you know, who lives near me and I'm, I'm trying to see more of, but it's been difficult to, like... Roger, gotcha. not in public. <laughs> You <laughs> don't let them know about that. <laughs> well, you live three hundred miles away from
0: me. <laughs> no, not maybe not three hundred. I was gonna say I'd be in the sea at that point, <laughs> wouldn't
1: I? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Anyway, so um so yeah, I've been trying to see um this person I, I used to know, we met up and we had a good time. And like you know, sometimes like if you if you haven't seen someone for a while, you're like, Oh, I could tell them this story, you know. So I was like it's kind of like a funny joke story I wanted to tell this girl and I I'm saving it for when I see her so that's what that verse is about and then I kind of got like this more sort of um 60s 70s like bad finger uh traditional love song type of feel in the second verses so um if I follow you around if I call you in the evening I'd never been in love before but I could learn with you and then there's also another verse here uh, end of a verse maybe this could be a mess that I would like to make with you so um So very kind of, like, uh, poppy lyrics. Like, there's not really a great deal of depth or, like, um, uh, metaphor going on here. It's very much, like, to the point, you know? Mm. Um, So so that's kind of the verses. And then in the chorus, it's, like, trying to hold on to this feeling of... or trying to hold on to the memory of what it was like to be with this person Um, and how that kind of how holding on to it is the only thing keeping it alive in a way. So the chorus goes, it's a memory at best, and the rest is out of my control. Um, Put to the test, life gave me somebody new, and it says, but what is she going to do with me? Am I younger than I realize, right? So that's the end of the chorus. Okay, so here's the funny bit. This is something that I think um, when you write songs, you come across quite often, which is, I basically inadvertently stole somebody else's melody and lyric. (gasps) <gasps> you thief! You blackguard!
0: So, uh, Arrest him! <laughs> <laughs> God uh, Travel down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Travel an hour and a half down the motorway. Get him.
1: Okay. So, so it goes. What is she going to do with me? Am I younger than I realise? And and when I came up with that little line, so I'm playing an E here, and I for that part I go C sharp minor, and then I go uh, F sharp. Uh, seven, A major seven, and B, right? Um, so I was like, okay, those chords are great. I can that t- takes me back to the verse. That's a cool end to the chorus. It has a nice feel to it. And then, my my lyrics quite quite often come at the same time as my melodies. So all I could come up with for the end of the chorus was. Am I younger than I realise? Which is exactly the same, the The wording's a little bit different, um, to this song called Only a Fool Would Say That on, off Steely Dan's first album, Can't Buy a Thrill. The song's called, oh, I just said what the song's called.
0: Which um, oh. I presume we can hear here.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll have a little distance to that here.
3: Anybody on the street has murdered
1: so i came up with this i came across this thing where i had my lyric i think i think their one we just heard it in the podcast but this is me thinking off the top of my head i think their one is um and you're older than you realize or something like that and but it's exactly the same melody i think the chords are slightly different but anyway so i came across this last line of my chorus and i was like nothing else fits you know when you kind of catch yourself and you're like I've just I've just stolen something, not on purpose, but it's the same as something else. Time to change it up a little bit so it's different and it's okay and it's all original. And I tried that a few times and nothing else compared. So I just stuck with the Steely Dan line, and to make it even worse, it's the name of the song. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Am I younger than I realise?
0: <laughs> so um oh, so I mean Just call it intertextuality.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think you gotta to, gotta to chalk it up to that at some extent. Um So, yeah, I mean, that's the lyrics, but that's my little um, confession of the week.
0: Well, I didn't realise that was coming. I do quite like how on the end of that chorus it sort of feels like it's building up and then it goes very, on that line, it goes immediately down to this more reserved sort of feeling and more uh, uh, sort of introspective, shall we say, part of the performance.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, I was quite pleased with that as well because the whole chorus could have been very much... You know, with the snare going, that's kind of the implied thing. It's a memory at best and the rest is out of... You know, you've got this very upbeat sort of feel. And then the fact that it goes down and changes its dynamic. I think I think the songs I'm proudest of that I've written are the ones where it does change and ebb and flow um, appropriately. So so cheers. Yeah, I'm glad you you, you thought so too.
0: I mean, it's a lot more difficult to comment on the music this week seeing as um, I can't actually see you playing it. <laughs> yes exactly yeah but um i do like the chords of this one it sounds very sophisticated uh so were you coming out were you doing your usual thing of coming out with the words and music at the same time
1: uh yeah i i'd I'd say this is a pretty good example of that um i'm gonna i'm not gonna play uh, too many chords but i'll talk about it musically um so the song is in standard tuning for for my first time in weeks (gasps) <gasps> and, I missed it. I know, yeah, me too. Um, so I, it wasn't like a little bit too high for me or anything, so I kept it in standard. Um, so it's an E major. Um, it doesn't use a great deal of non-diatonic chords. The verse is essentially just um, E major um, with little flits of A major. So you're kind of like, you're always kind of like suss the E in a sense, um, but with the whole yeah. chord. Um, so, so, yeah, you've got the verses in E, um, and then you kind of got this, well, I said I wouldn't play anything, but here I go. Um, so this little thing where it goes six, three, four, five, which is the part where it goes, if you ever want to run away, then I will run with you. So it just goes, and back to the E. Um, and like, uh, there's something I kind of wanted to touch on this week, uh, which I'll, I'll try to explain. So, um. I tried all sorts of things to, like, kind of complicate this song and, like, add in, like, these non-diatonic chords and all this sort of thing. And then at some point during the week when I was writing, I watched this video of, of all people, Slash from Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver fame, um, kind of giving, like, a small uh, a guitar lesson on YouTube, and I just thought, yeah, hey, there's something to watch. I'll stick it on. And um, the thumbnail of the video was, uh, it says, KISS, K-I-S-S, uh, which on the thumbnail underneath in brackets said, Keep it simple, keep it
0: simple stupid. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I've been applying that principle of keep it simple, stupid to everything I've been doing recently, especially musically. And it's paying dividends. I, I can't explain it fully, but like, like by not trying to be smart about stuff, I'm able to give so much more energy to just like melody and like just cool stuff like kick-ins and chords and stuff, or like simple chord progressions. So when I was like, when I was doing that part, if you ever want to run away, then I will run with you. Um, just doing something as simple as six, three, four, five, one was, um, you know, kind of a game changer for me in a way. Um, just briefly on the chorus, um, it goes up to the four. So you go A major, um, and then you kind of based on that for a little while. Um, it's a memory at best. So it comes in on best. Um, the timing of like where my chords come in on the lyrics is a little bit different in this song too but maybe probably simpler than normal it's a memory at best so you got a b um and then back to the one which is e um and then you got this weird little bit where instead of going four five you go four and then you go to an a sharp diminished which is four and then four sharp diminished i guess is that right
0: um sounds right yeah
1: and then, um, and then I've already spoken about the part at the end, which I nicked from Steely Dan, <laughs> uh, which is uh, which uh, the only really non-diatonic thing it uses, the F sharp seven. Um, so, I mean, those are the chords, um, and I've spoken about the lyrics. Um, anything else that you can think of about this one?
0: I think it's just a really nice, well put together song. Like, if you you have to do some sort of rock record soon, and this should be one of the re- uh, songs that's on it.
1: I've already finished it.
0: Have you? Yeah, well
1: I mean I need drums on it, but I've already produced it up all pretty. Yeah, so
0: You are gonna to have to send that to me after we've done this.
1: I will do, yeah. It's um it's uh like I say, it's not done done, but I will send it over and see what you think. Um so Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Um I do like two thumbs up, one out of one. One out of
1: one. <laughs> that should be your new um on-show catchphrase. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my scale is minus one out of one, zero out of one, and one out of one. (laughs) Um, So that is me for this week. Um, uh, Let's hear your song. Okay. Right, this song is called Take Out the Devil, Um, and it goes like this. Let me just put my guitar on and play it for you now. (gasps)
3: deliver get you out of sight no sense of caution in never ending night get out of my way and I don't have a reason Ooh, as if I ever need one Ooh, let your mouth come back out the devil tonight looking in an innocent eyeball And tell him what I did When the purveyor of darkness Messes with the kid Tear up our lives your machine won't see me coming through fever dreams take out the devil tonight
0: So that's, that's that
1: Awesome It's a really cool song
0: um, Did you like the bit Where I sort of Like instantly harmonise With myself
1: I loved it I, I think you really Should capitalise on that I don't think many people On earth can do that
0: It's just It's me and my clones Say say hello guys Hello
1: Hello I hope you're treating them well oh. He doesn't right i don't mind (laughs) i like the way the gruff one doesn't mind Uh, i'm I'm easy (laughs) i like maybe maybe a title for this episode could be the gruff one doesn't mind
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll go with that but no
1: really cool song um can i take a guess at like the type of simpsons episode it's from
3: uh yes
1: is it from a halloween episode no. Oh, okay, I completely give up then
3: Other, other, other oh,
1: than that, no. I had no leads
0: Okay, well this one is actually about uh, Who Shot Mr Burns mm. Okay Which, uh, it didn't start out as being about Who Shot Mr Burns though But it did sort of Basically um, I Thought I'd like to do a song about The Do It For Her episode With Maggie Simpson like uh, And Maggie Makes Free mm. Uh, which is just one of my favourite episodes of television non-stop. It's just, I well up at the end every single time.
1: It's really lovely, Um, isn't it, that episode?
0: It's a very heartwarming episode. Um, So what I did was I wrote down Maggie Simpson uh, on my phone. Mm. And then I sort of assigned... I sort of thought, well, can I write this out in musical notes? So I had a thing where you, every seven letters you'd start applying notes to that again. So you go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then for H, I, J, K, H, I, J, K would be A B C D, and just repeat that throughout the alphabet.
1: Oh, huh, interesting. Did you come up with that or is that something you read online or something?
0: Um, it's something I've done before, but I probably read it online somewhere. I don't think I'm the only person who's ever done that. Mm. But that's If I'm bored, like I try and work out the notes of sent- what a sentence played would sound like oh nice so uh it ended up coming up with a lot of d's and g's and a's and s and there was a b and an f in there so i thought right i've got to get a b diminished in there
2: because
0: hmm. they sort of fit close together uh the actual melody itself didn't really come out too much um but it sort of did inspire the pattern initially Okay. Which most of the verse pattern is D minor, G and A. Um, But there's a little flick on F, G to A. Mm. Which I think the pattern worked out. F A G G B B C or something like that. Right, okay. No, it wouldn't have been. It would have been D, E.
1: All right, okay.
0: Uh, So that's where you have that little flick on, on the G there. And I thought, right, I can't really do this over the entire song, so I'm just going to make sure I put a B diminished in the chorus. I was running out of time to write this, which is why it's so simple. <laughs> um, it's, so that's the first part of that, G to A again. The only other part that appears really in those two sections is then this B flat A, C sharp diminished... D minor which is just like a reset phrase
1: yeah yeah to get back to D minor yeah
0: Yep. right and then the only other musical construction is I realized I hadn't really hung on the four a lot so I went down to that for the sort of middle bit uh so that's a G to a G7 and then D B flat A to sort of keep cycling that round Mm -hmm. uh It's very sort of chuggy, bluesy, kind of something... (laughs) If it wasn't for the diminished uh, chords in there, it's something you could quite happily give to a bunch of musicians who'd never heard it before and then say, "Okay, it just goes around like this, these are the changes. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I started on that one. And I just couldn't think of words to fit the episode that I wanted to do. But it sort of had a bit of a, like I say, it's a bit bluesy and uh, you sort of a bit folky and you sort of think, well, it could fit for like an outlaw type of song. And then I remembered who shot Mr. Burns. Perfect. So uh, that's where a lot of that came into it.
1: What an interesting way to start a song with that sort of like, uh, you know, assigning notes to letters thing. Really cool.
0: It, It doesn't help a lot, but. Sometimes it does. It's just a nice way to sort of kick-start an idea, if you, even if it ends up being quite a simple one. So, yeah, stand and deliver, get you out of sight. That's, um... Essentially, Mr Burns is trying to rob uh, Maggie by stealing candy from a baby.
1: Like stealing candy from a baby.
0: Ah, sir, we have some candy right here. Um... <laughs> uh, No sense of caution in Never Ending Night Obviously that's part of Mr Burns' plan that episode No sense of caution because she's a baby Uh, I don't have a reason As if I ever need one because I love how most of part 2 Is all the characters like fumbling around For some sort of deep meaningful reason That someone wanted to shoot Mr Burns and in the end It's like the baby did it by accident (laughs) Or did she?
1: (laughs) Can I just quickly say One of my favourite lines ever from that episode If I'm thinking of the right one where Mr. Burns wants to book out the sun. He goes, um, ever since the dawn of civilization, man has longed to pluck out the sun. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: they haven't. S- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sir, you've crossed the line from regular villainy to super villainy. <laughs> I won't be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Met your mark and match, because uh, a baby is about the match with Mr Burns' strength. Should have left me on the latch, because she's a baby, she needs baby gates. Uh, and they do exist, because um, Miracle and Evergreen Terrace, uh, there's a scene where Homer closes a baby gate to trap Bart in a room with Marge. You are so uh,
1: meticulous. I'm really impressed by that.
0: It's just, I watch far too much television. Um... Looking in an instant eyeball, tell them what I did when the purveyor of darkness messes with the kid. Like who who would who would actually believe it? Yeah. <laughs> if it happened in real life. Tear up our lies, feed your machine, won't see me coming through fever dreams. That was just kind of I needed another rhyming couplet.
1: That is acceptable. I know the feeling.
0: So that's basically that. It's a very simple song, it's a very short song. Um, the only other little bit about it was, you may have noticed that there was some uh, vocals on there. Yeah. Um Basically, earlier in that week, I'd been watching sort of someone, like a vocal coach reacting to Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights. Oh, yeah. And uh she was talking about how she uses her head voice, but not in a conventional kind of way. Yeah. And like, she sort of made an offhanded comment about like, oh, the way you can access that is... Uh, like when you say "woohoo," you're normally using a head voice to do that.
1: Woo-hoo.
0: And so I just—I must have annoyed—I must have annoyed the people I'm living with so much because I spent like about an hour <laughs> trying to work out my limits on that. I've worked out that's now from like roughly about an F sharp to a B. All right. So it's really difficult to get into, but I can use it, which is why it's got there. Um, why well, it's on there? Because I just thought, well. This is a skill I have now. I want to at least use it once.
1: I just love the idea of you, you know, your neighbors hearing through the walls woohoo, woohoo,
0: woohoo. Especially <laughs> just a, <laughs> <laughs> trying to work out where everything stopped. <laughs> um, so, but I do like kind of it, almost fits back in with <laughs> Who Shot Mr. Burns as well, because they all think Homer did it. And one of Homer's capture ages is woo!
1: Oh yeah, true.
0: So I didn't intend that, it, but it's there if you want to read into it. I do. Um Yeah. That's it. That's my song this week. It's it's, it's very short, it's very simple. Did, um yeah. but it's it it's just there.
1: Did you find it challenging to like glean lyrics from a simpsons episode
0: from the one i chose yes Mm. but this is kind of one of the instances where i wrote the music first and the music i wrote didn't match what i intended to write about so right right i had to sort of i had to jump ship halfway through and fortune sort of an advantage and a disadvantage with like trying to write something about Maggie Simpson because I'd already set that in stone in the music was that you've only got a few episodes to choose from so your choice is very limited and you can sort of directly go where you want to go but you're just relying on something that matches the tone of what you want to do so you (laughs) you know exactly what you need to do you just have to hope that it matches what you've already put forward
1: right right oh man yeah it's um I think, yeah, once you've got a tone in mind for your lyrics and, and that sort of thing, it's just kind of like staying true to it is the only challenge. Mm. But um, I think you managed it pretty well. Everything sort of ties up and uh, has meaning, so, you know, kudos.
0: Thank you very much.
1: So, uh, um, yeah, what about musically?
0: Uh, I was explaining that as I went, really. There's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing really more to say about that other than, like, if it ever got to do something with it, here's a hint, I'll never do anything with it again. <laughs> but um, if I did want to do something with it, it would end up being that sort of bluesy, rocky kind of, you know, uh, your typical live band on a uh, on a Thursday night uh, playing pub gigs. All of these things aren't happening now. Right, yeah. <laughs> People outside you must be having a laugh. Oh, I was speaking with someone this week and we sort of were making jokes like in 200 years, people won't believe pubs exist. <laughs> <laughs> like, you went outside in groups? Were you mad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in our day, people used to go and uh, meet up
1: for fun.
0: We didn't have to use in our bouge. We went out and enjoyed life.
1: Without your ball. <laughs> A giant ball that you interact with the world through.
0: Uh, you keep your ball. I'll have my dialect tank.
1: That's well. At least you prepare for the war. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll just wave my plunger and my egg whisk in someone's face.
1: Only if they're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Where uh, <laughs> um, well, also, I'm um, just just briefly. I. Your song is way shorter than your songs normally are this week. Any particular reason for that?
0: Um, I couldn't think of enough words. <laughs> well, I... Like, this is... Yeah. I sort, of, I sort of ran out of time, really, to do it. It's not my shortest song, though. No? and Barry is still my shortest.
1: Nah. I think some songs are charming because of their shortness.
0: Well, I think since we started doing the podcast and we've sort of started writing songs that either have more sections or more complex sections... Worked out how to cram more into a shorter space of time. In fact, that's kind of one thing I do appreciate in a writer is that how much can you actually fit into a three-minute space, and can you make it feel like you've listened to like I don't know a four or five-minute song, yeah, but it's only been like two minutes.
1: Totally, I think that's that's what I like so much about like power pop and Todd Rundgren and these people because like there's so many cool little moments that happen over the course of what is essentially just a radio pop song. Like you know, I love the bit before the bridge where it where it builds up, or I love that bit in the chorus where it stops. And some of these are production toys, but a lot of it's just down to writing, like writing something that isn't just repetitive.
0: It's kind it's kind of a nice sort of flavour to have in your catalogue. Like you can have like your hey dudes that go on for like seven minutes on the same note. But just so long as you can also write like a two minute, you know, song that's got everything in it.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: Variety is the name
1: of the game. McCartney was, I mean, he's probably my favourite musician if I had to choose one, but he's the perfect example of, like like you say, writing Hey Jude, but also writing Her Majesty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these two complete polar opposites.
0: Yeah, they were a good band, the Beatles. Yeah,
1: they were all right.
0: We're breaking new
1: ground
0: in <laughs> the musical appreciation.
1: This just in. Weekly Song Podcast needs the Beatles. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're generally acceptable
1: <laughs> Not to, uh, you know, share any of my controversial views But I think the Beatles were quite good
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Beatles, they could play their instruments Worth their weight in
1: songs <laughs> Alright, okay, we've taken that as far as I can go
0: yeah, I, think, I don't think we can take that joke any further. But yeah, that's about it for my song this week.
1: Really cool, really well written, and um, yeah, strong song. It's, um, it's short, it's sweet, it's concise, and I like it.
0: Thank you. I prefer yours. Next section.
1: Next section. Here we go.
0: Okay, we've actually had a email in. Uh, this one is from John Key, and it is called a- AI Chatbot Challenge Submission, which uh, is interesting to sort of hear what someone else will have done with the same challenge that we had.
1: Yeah, Totally.
0: So, uh he writes, Sorry, a couple of days late. I listened to the previous week's episode on Sunday and I was thinking, okay, I have seven days to submit something for the challenge. By Friday, I realised a new episode was out, so I wrapped it up as quickly as I could uh manage this weekend. I tried all three chatbots and preferred Cleverbots for its non sequiturs. Overall, I agree with you all about them not maintaining context. It seems like they take the last thing you said and try to match a thing from what other humans have said in previous conversations. I was pretty disappointed asking questions to Rose AI, like, as an AI, what is your opinion about humanity? The response was always something vague, like, it seems like a good thing to me. Cleverbot, though, has some pretty crazy responses, sometimes making sense. Cleverbot, though, you're going to have to do a lot of editing on this email one. Cleverbot, Cleverbot, though, has some pretty crazy responses, sometimes making sense several lines deep. In any case, here's my song. It's called Enough for Two. Uh, the idea I went with was to present someone who is impressed by an AI, treating them as a real relationship. I added many of the random comments and questions because I thought they were truly funny. In the end, you have to use a lot of imagination to drum up the meaning behind the random quotes. You can do it, but then you realise you're doing the work of both personalities, your own and your imagined counterparts, i.e. Enough for Two. Uh, thanks, John Key. Well, thank you very much for sending this one in. Let's have a listen.
3: Cheer. the really caught my eye The funny things you say How you are in my mind You told me I wasn't singing You asked if I kissed your dad You tricked me into dinner You said it's Muffin' time You said it's Muffin' time Well, you know you are mine
1: Okay, that was Enough for Two by John Key. And uh, that was uh, a song inspired by the AI chatbot challenge. And uh, you can tell because it's in that weird corner of songwriting that we referred to last episode, where you can tell the lyrics are inspired by something odd, whether you know that's a chatbot or not. So,
0: <laughs> It's what TV tropes called word salad. Um, but yeah, I kind of like uh, how you've got all the... Um different uh sort of sounds colliding in that one like you've got the piano on top of it and you've got the guitars that are going off and doing their own thing and the drums that are changing all the way through sort of matching the music to sort of the state of the words which I kind of like
1: yeah I thought that was cool too um it was interesting as well how the drums were so erratic and so um fill based like there was probably like more fills than there were like conventional drum beats um and there were parts, but
0: it fits its subject, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, totally, totally. It's um, it's erratic, it's ever changing. It's um, I wonder if that was a conscious decision on John's part. Um, let us know, John, if you want, um, or if it was just kind of the way he programmed the drums and enjoyed programming that w- them that way. Um, but either way, it's um, it's a really off the wall production and lyric, So, uh, you know, I like weird stuff, and you know,
0: it's great. Yes, so do I two thumbs up one out of one one out
1: of one well done John (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah um, thank you for emailing in
0: thank you yeah we always do enjoy receiving emails so you know if you want to send something in why not we'll play it on air if you want or we uh, or we can just uh, not play it on air whichever you prefer yeah
1: let us know either way Um, also if ever we're doing a challenge or a non-challenge just email in you can you can follow along with the challenges if you want that's always an option
0: Yes, uh, if there's any from the previous uh, run that have maybe caught your ear or you think, hmm, I wonder how it would be like to write a song about that. I was going to say there's also challenges in previous runs that we've had, including the uh, the notorious never-to-be-repeated writer's quest song with the same course backwards as forwards. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I mean, there's also not a... Um... There's not a necessity for you to be up to date with the podcast this could, you could be listening to this episode in like 2024 and be like just going through the episodes for the first time um and assuming we're still alive which is becoming less and less likely as the days goes on um send us an email <laughs>
0: <laughs> god wouldn't it be funny if like in i don't know in 10 years time the earth is basically dead uh, the few survivors uh, who are going back through history find this and just see these two people go send us your emails in 2024 that was the time that the the earth became sterile
1: those were the dark
0: times (laughs) before the empire before corona wouldn't it be
1: funny if um the cure turned out to be listening to this podcast
0: well science hasn't proven that it isn't exactly thank you see this is
1: this is why i have you as a friend.
0: And let's ignore the fact that it's impossible to prove a negative.
1: Yeah, let's move on to the next segment then. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose we'll move on to. Uh, well, we're going to talk about a challenge we have coming up for next week. Our roundup episode, a little bit of a different challenge, but a challenge nonetheless. And uh, I suppose we take a Digger and explain it.
0: Uh, yes. Also, just bear in mind that uh, this was recorded when we thought we could actually do this episode together and we could seamlessly fit it in
1: and uh yeah so what you're about to hear is a pre-recorded version of us very naive to this global pandemic we had no idea at this point (laughs) we you know a lot of um let's get together and do this that and um maybe we could touch some dice this i mean (laughs) i mean it's
0: not as if anything's gonna go wrong in the week (laughs) the week
2: Oh, Let's get together next week and eat off the same plate <laughs>
1: or something. <laughs> yeah. And we won't wash our hands. Ah! It's weird that we said all that stuff, really, in hindsight, about not washing our oh. hands. And
0: Anyway. <laughs> we truly were prophetic or pathetic, one of the two.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that up to the listeners to decide. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have a dugger and then we'll listen to our, um, our challenge for next week. And also... Join in with it, why not? Email in, you know, what else have you got better to do because you're trapped in the house? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so that's actually been the challenges for all seven weeks now. Wow, but, okay. Yeah. Well, we're done, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to do a roundup episode, but we also wanted to try a last challenge for uh, songwriting. So, what I have in my hands are. A D12 and a D8, that's a 12-sided dice and an 8-sided dice. So we're going to pick four chords using these dice and try and write a song with them. Yes. Now, the way we've decided to work this is the D12 is how we're going to pick our key. So uh, 1 is A, 12 is G sharp, and the numbers in between relate to that. Mm Mm-hmm. So (laughs) I'm just going to roll that now for us.
1: And this will be attached to a major scale
0: So that is a 9
1: A is 1, yeah?
0: Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 F F, cool So 9 on a dice means that we will be uh, doing this in the key of F Alright, okay, F So I'm going to roll this D8 four times And each of the numbers will represent uh, one of the chords in that scale So for example, Mm -hmm. 1 is F Uh, 2 is G minor, uh, 3 is A minor, 4 is uh, B flat, 5 is C, 6 is D minor, 7 is E flat diminished. No, it's E diminished. Good thing I know my chords. And And then then 8 again is? 8 again is F. But like a higher or different inversion of it.
1: Alright, here we go.
0: So, first
1: chord. Chord number 1. Three. So we have A minor. So that's uh, three. Okay, so next one coming up. Uh, One. One
0: F. I'm glad we got an F in there, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah, we've got a home. Um, Eight. Eight. So that's F again.
1: Are we going to go with that?
0: Do we want to...
1: I think it's that... I'd say roll again, because we're going to try not to do... uh, uh, Duplicates.
0: Yeah. Ideally, we need a seven-sided dice, but I haven't got one of those. <laughs> three again. Oh, we're not doing duplicates, by the way, so I got another three. So the
1: third chord coming up is...
0: Five. Five. Okay, brilliant. So we, we just got... need a four, and then we can write a regular <laughs> song.
1: So we got mm. C is our third roll there. Brilliant. I okay, guess our fifth degree of the scale.
0: Come on, diminished.
1: <laughs> Something weird. Come on. One. Okay, we got a duplicate there. Five five we already had. Seven. Seven. Diminished. A. We got E diminished. <laughs> nice ugly chord there to work with. E diminished. Okay, cool. And that's the seven. So just to recap on that, we have uh, rolled uh, four separate chords. So we have the third degree of the scale, A minor. The first degree of the scale, F. The fifth degree of the scale, C major. And the seventh degree of the scale, ugly, E diminished. That's not a bad sequence in and of itself. Yeah, it's not bad. we got a few of the fundamentals in there, which is nice. And then diminish. I love
0: Diminished chords.
1: <laughs> so, um, essentially, just to just to recap again, the challenge is essentially to, we're both going to use these chords or inversions thereof or something like that. We'll leave that up in the air. But a song based around these four chords, essentially. And uh, we'll see how
0: that goes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting working with, in some ways, a limited palette, but in some ways, a quite complex palette.
1: Yeah, it'll really kind of bring out the different ways we write, I think, which will be interesting to see. The core police, they're after us! <laughs> I told you we shouldn't have kept hold of that E diminished. <laughs> flush it down to, oh, no. down to the toilet. Down to the toilet. Down to the toilet. Just into the room. <laughs> flush it down the pipe, which goes to the toilet from where
0: you can flush it. Oh, they're getting closer! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll have that ready for the roundup episode, so yeah! Cool. All right. Oh, listen to them. They're so young and happy. They know nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> God, they
0: got, they got their whole
1: futures ahead of them. Not, All of one week. Not like us. God, I remember those times. feels like years ago oh. now that we've made that free-recorded little segment.
0: God, my week of holiday in Cornwall just felt like the longest week ever. Yeah, I bet. It's <laughs> because... It's because every single day something was happening
1: <laughs>
0: mm. um, Anyway, back on topic um, Yeah, so we're currently, we've got, as we record, we've got one day to finish off that challenge
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that um,
0: Assuming we haven't finished already
1: No, I haven't finished, have you? No, no. Um, So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've, I've tried playing around with F, A minus C and E diminished like a few times Just kind of off the cuff and um, it's more difficult than you think.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you want to expand your palette <laughs> as opposed to keeping it. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't use the one chord challenge idea. That would have been difficult. What,
1: just one chord? Yeah. I don't
0: remember talking about just, that. Just uh, to remember tomorrow never knows it or, um, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, that could be something. Shall we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, let's wrap up. Let's uh, wrap up.
0: That's it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast, and this has been the last regular episode of the season. Do tune in next week um, if you're not too busy, um, because we will be doing a roundup episode where we'll be discussing uh, the previous uh, seven songs, and we will also be doing the challenge that we just alluded to. If you'd like to write into the Weekly Song Podcast, uh, whether that's just to write in a letter or uh, you know to send in the song that you may have written in seven days or not. Uh then why not email us at weekly at gmail dot com. Yes. Uh also you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and also on YouTube. Uh where can they find you specifically, Roger? <laughs> specifically. Or unspecifically, whichever you prefer.
1: Um you know, around <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> just just go driving away over the southwest. Roger, where are you? Um,
1: okay, <laughs> where can they find me? Sorry I'll stop being hammy. Um They can find me at Rogerheathers.com and on Instagram at RogerHeathers and Twitter at rogerheathers Um all three of those are quite different things. On uh Rogerheathers.com it's a link to my band camp and I have all my albums for sale there and you can listen to them and buy them and I'd really appreciate that, in all honesty. I don't actually often say this, but anyone who likes the songs I play on this podcast and wants to hear them produced and, you know, in a more professional manner, then head over on over to Rogerheathers.com. It's also on Spotify and everything, but, you know, in these times, these dark times, um, I, I would appreciate some albums being downloaded on that. Instagram, um, you know, photos and that. Um, and I don't really need to explain what Twitter is because most people know. <laughs>
0: um, I don't. What is Twitter? Twitter is... <laughs> I need I need a concept from, like, the base code upwards.
1: <laughs> Twitter's a site where you can post your inane thoughts and ramblings, and that's what I do. Don't expect anything serious from me on Twitter.
0: Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> as for... Indeed. Where can they find you? As... Oh, I was going to cut you off and say as for me. Um, oh. but, um... Yeah, you can't find me anywhere really, just SoundCloud. It's on the Weekly Song Podcast's uh, following page. Um, you've touched there on Bandcamp, and this is probably something worth mentioning. Uh, most countries, are sort of because of the coronavirus, are ending up more and more on lockdown, more pubs and things are closing. In fact, in the UK, uh, pubs and restaurants and uh, gyms and basically loads of public social gathering places were forced to close yesterday. Mm. Now this means that most people who are musicians who are working at a local gig level uh, who play pub gigs or local venues or things like that have suddenly lost their major source of income, which is not good. Um, So basically what I would recommend... We've already made some posts about this on the Weekly Song Podcast Facebook page but what I would really recommend everyone who uh, listens to this show to do is maybe have a look around uh, your local area see local bands do some research find out who has had shows cancelled listen to their music and then if you can spare the money why not buy some digital music buy a cd uh you know buy some merch just you know anything to support local musicians who have now lost their primary source of income uh for example uh you could ha- uh support previous guests at the show like matt partridge or chris baker also i promise to give a shout out to now we roam who have uh had a load of gigs canceled recently their song fire is up on Bandcamp. you can download that from there it's a name your price thing it's good heavy heavy rock i like it nice uh i think you had some other suggestions didn't you roger
1: yeah i mean obviously we've had uh previous uh in-studio guests on the show before but also um our interview guests um such as dr danny uh jackie cohen grip grand um but really just any musician who you know personally or who you um or who you follow you know online or anything like that or in person um anybody who you feel um has probably taken a hit um financially from this thing um yeah i'm totally on board with that i think it's a it's a great idea to to show support in any way you can um to the people in your life basically
0: Mm -mm. Uh, so after that slightly serious note I think we'll probably have to call it there for this week
1: yeah Uh, the warden's here to take me away again
0: thank you very much for listening this week and we shall see you next week
1: yes thank you and good night
0: ta-ra stay safe
1: Yes.